Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 177. I am Single White Medusa, and here with me is... Nicole. <laughs> and he wanted me to do the intro today and let you know what he's going to talk about. You so. speak right into the Okay. <laughs> Getting technical uh, notes here. Um, yeah, so we were just in the car, and he was saying that he's been having this thought that like with all the war stuff or rumors of war that are going on lately with the China Taiwan thing and you know further ago or still currently (laughs) the Russia Ukraine thing anyway he was like what if they're all in it together what if you know what I was really thinking is we're having a nice little toasted vanilla misto today after a very hard crossfit workout in which i have worked out so hard the past week that i literally have monkey pox on my butt now it's <laughs> not explain monkey. that a little bit you explain it i think they'll <laughs> like it well i mean are you pretty sure are you pretty sure it was like from the crazy like ab workout that you did i do yeah but you basically just from friction like rubbed some of your skin off i did rub my skin off but it was on my butt so i think i have monkey pox now <laughs> <It's not. laughs> i haven't done gay sex but but it's this not. is what i feel i feel you I can wanna, feel their pain just a little i want to go to the gay fairs where they all have sex with each other and say now i am one of you and they're all you are you're gay and i'm all no i did abs really hard and now i have like raw skin on my butt and it's <laughs> it's incredibly not pleasant right yeah and so you wouldn't think it would be or like it's your butt you don't really care but then you like lay in bed or you get in the shower and it like stings you're like ah damn butt <laughs> that's so funny i mean it's not funny but <laughs> yeah. it is a little bit talking to the mic okay how do you not know this you're a singer you're used to mics well you bring it up when you sing. I'm not singing right now. <laughs> I'm not used to having to bring it up when I talk. I'm going to need you to make a little middle adjustment. You're singing now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I touched off a little bit of a firestorm, and, and I think it's always very interesting. And I hope everybody appreciates the discussion. Sometimes on Facebook, people come across as like, they, and, and I noticed it with you, uh, the Ukraine. And the... Uh, I feel that COVID was a PSYOP. I really do. And I feel it was also some kind of test. Um, But the Ukraine was... And I also feel that COVID was probably the greatest PSYOP you've ever lived through in your entire life. It was was really big. It was really big. And I'll kind of connect that dot later here. But uh, Ukraine was a very big PSYOP in and of itself. And I know. I, I love, like... When you say PSYOP now, it's become, it's, it's now become conspiracy theory and people love to like come along and kick the legs out from under you. Oh, I bet you use PSYOP all the time. Donald Trump believer. I think I got called an NBC by a guy this week who, who, who supposedly loves my books with a big Ukraine banner and, 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 and criticizes everything I say. And I don't mind the criticism, criticism thing because I like to take everything I believe and, and advocate and everything like that. And, and make a very solid attempt to disbelieve in it. I even try to disbelieve in my own Christianity. So far I've failed. Um, but I, I think that you have to have beliefs or positions that you are willing 
to sacrifice if they are not true. So when the guy came along and said, oh, Nick Cole is just an NPC for Trump, I'm like, I, I don't think that's the case. And you probably haven't been listening to me lately. I, that Again, wasn't a Trump voter, as in didn't want to vote, wanted to vote for Ted Cruz, things like that. Voted because I was voting against Nancy or, or Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Clinton Pelosi. And uh, came to really enjoy a lot of the things that Donald Trump did, if just for the entertainment value. But I also liked a lot of things he did, because remember how that economy was rolling? Remember that cheap gas? It was great. Remember your 401k program? All that stuff. Everything that they said Trump would destroy, uh, Joe Biden did it. You know. But now we have a kinder, gentler media. And so, but I'm an NPC. Well, actually, I've been pretty hard on Trump lately, because I'm not really interested in going to Flavortown with him on the next election if he doesn't renounce this soft kill biological weapon that he's going around telling everybody he's the father of that's i i really think the the vaccine and COVID is 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 bad i think it was i don't think it remember we were told it was in a it came about in a wet lab or no no a wet market and then it was came out of the jungles because of climate change and all of this total pucky see mom i didn't swear all this total pucky it was a bioweapon and uh, now, if you're paying attention over to Gonzalo Lira, he makes a really good point. And this cannot be disputed. You cannot dispute this because there are facts. And these facts are based on insurance actuary, actuarial tables. You can have all these feelings um, about the vaccine. You can have all these wants. You can feel that you are on the right side of history about the vaccine. You really can you can feel that you did a great thing. You can feel all these things. But the insurance companies and the insurance companies make a very um, good living at statistically analyzing and cataloging the truth, whether you like it or not. Um, and those are called actuarial tables. And right now, all-cause mortality is up across all age groups. All-cause mortality. And it's up specifically in people who chose to be vaccinated. Now, you can cross a lot of water and bend a lot of uh, aluminum trying to get that to mean what you want it to mean, and so can I. But it's something worth considering. So you have that. And then you have uh, rising natality or lowering natality. What is natality? Natality is you and your wife, girlfriend, significant other, chest feeder, man person, whatever you're calling it. Uh, oh, and that is interesting. Maybe natality is rising or, or lowering um, because uh, the people with the, the people that are now calling themselves women can't get pregnant. That would explain right. that. Nope. I don't think the insurance company is playing that game, but that would, if I were their side, I would try that. I would, I would lay that out there. But uh, natality is lowering because people aren't getting pregnant. Now, Everybody knows there were problems with that shot and women's fertility and men's fertility too. And a lot of things there. So again, you can bend a lot of aluminum and you can play a lot of games getting yourself to where you want to believe. I would just say to everybody right now, and especially when I post things on Facebook like I posted today, that it's important just to consider these things and to take whatever you feel and whatever you want. Because I always get all these people, they jump on. And suddenly they're an expert at submarines. And, and, and it's like, are you, are, were you even an unrated seaman in the Navy? You know, and sometimes people have some military experience. 
but the military experience, like I was in the military, it, the military is very compartmentalized. And just because you were at the Pentagon for a week doesn't mean you were tip of the spear in the kill room watching, you know, everything. And just because this guy was a special operator over here, you're not supposed to know everything. Not even in intelligence are you supposed to know everything. But I've, you know, it's it's the fascinating thing about the internet is the ability for, if you say something and it doesn't, and I noticed this with the Ukraine psyop, um, there were so many people who were so emotionally invested in that that they, they told me I was a horrible person, I was dead to them. I know some other people who went to some extreme circumstances over. It. I mean, like that Ukraine psyop. I mean man i'd like somebody to break that down i don't think people really have but that was a psyop like you have never seen and if you think i'm picking a side i'm pro-russian or something like that or pro Putin, or pro-trump no i think they're all garbage they're all terrible people and we have no business being involved in this but right now today i posted this thing about pelosi and uh, going to China, and then I showed some some aircraft aircraft carrier movements and things like that, just from a screenshot I'd seen. I said, "Oh, this is worth considering," and stuff like that. And all I said is, "Oh, this this makes me long to play the game Harpoon." So if you grew up in the '80s or the '90s, there was this great computer game, but it was a board game, and Tom Clancy used it extensively in his research, and it was just a naval war simulator. It was really cool. And I just looked at it. I said, "Oh, this makes me," you know, like I mean. This whole Ukraine war has totally just had me all feels for old Cold War era gaming, which was really cool, and also, you know, the military that I was in. I wonder real quick, I wonder, wonder since you're drinking your coffee, the book of love. like, could the Ukraine emotionalism thing be that, I don't know, it's just a thought. It's easy to get, I think it's easy to get women to get emotional about stuff. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get men emotional about stuff, but probably a war and drumming up, you know, some emotion about making it seem very one-sided and everything and how terrible the bad guy is. Like, that actually will get men emotional, maybe more than most uh, yeah. things. And so maybe it was just the easier way to kind of play on people's emotions because they could get men and women here's more easily. Where, here's how I would put it. Most football fans have very harsh criticisms of their own team um you know oh they made this trade oh they're so stupid this year i mean you have this when you first come to any sort of like affinity with a tribe you have this golden hued love like i am in the dallas cowboys tribe and it's the same thing as i just joined a musical theater company you know like it's a whole new world it's literally the aladdin song it's a whole new world but time over target and you hanging out with these jerks um you become the elder statesman and you afford yourself a certain amount of like gravitas and you begin to talk about the golden ages when it was better than and you begin to criticize decisions and things like that but the moment that someone else says your team's poo and my team's great you will defend the cleveland browns to the death at swords and pistols at dawn that's just how humanity is and it's actually um that's a survival feature it's not a bug it's a feature um I think that there is a move nowadays in sort of the global homogenization to make people sort of give up on this tribalism and things like that. But actually, tribalism and all that kind of stuff is a survival tool because, and it's a really great, effective survival tool at policing humanity's worst instincts, and there always will. The danger of the global society is the Nazis get to the top. 
and they decide genocide for all. Well, if you have tribalism, you get the Americans and the French and the British and the Russians saying, hey, we don't like that tribe there, and we don't want the Nazis to take over complete and full representation of humanity, so we are going to smite them. Right. So tribalism is really actually a feature. It's not a, blo a bug. But beware the people who come along and try to tell you, like, oh, I'm so tired of the tribalism and fighting for your team. Wouldn't it be great if we all thought the same thing? And spoiler, the same thing that they want you to all think and not fight over anymore is the thing that they, they believe in. Yeah, yes, exactly. they hate this fractionalism and partisanship. If only everyone would think like they do. You know who thought that way? Despot Every despot was. ever. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the Adolf Hitler lights. And all the jerks that have ever existed. I mean, yeah, everybody <laughs> thinks it would be great if we all thought the same way, which is their way. So I say all that to say um, I invite the conversations, and I know everybody's suddenly a, a global strat think, you know, guy over. And, and I want to say, like, I really like it. Just when you come over there, try not to be denigratory and, like, tear people's ideas apart. Maybe be willing to listen to them and kind of like discuss them and there might be merits and so I get this a lot because I'll post things then people assume oh you you hate the Democrats so much so you want them to fail in China oh you hate Joe Biden so much because you're a Trump NBC so you want the American military and NATO to fail in the Ukraine it's like none of those things none of those things are true I don't post in those terms. I just point out the situation and say, hey, something's not passing the smell test here. So here's a little way that I might ask you to consider my point of view. When I talk about these things, and especially if you want to run over to Facebook, kind of look at that post, then you see like I get all these people just telling me like, oh, this is the absolutely certain way that it is. Because uh, you you may not know, but I was in the, the talk at the Air Force Command 10. I know some tip of the spear things none of you guys know. And I'm like, that may be the case. That also may be, in my experience, utter bullshit. Sorry, Mom. So um, here's what I would say. Let's just step back a moment, okay? Maybe this isn't about China or the United States. Maybe this isn't about the United States or Russia. Maybe this isn't about the United States or the Ukraine. See where I'm going there? Maybe, and maybe if you don't, I'll spell it out real quick. Maybe it's not about tribalism. Maybe it's not about nationhood. Maybe it's not about um, good guys and bad guys and the right side of history. Now, we're being shaped, and I think they tried and they failed in the Ukraine. They tried to pull a 9-11 in the Ukraine. Now, 9-11 was a very powerful moment. And it immediately galvanized the entire United States of America. There was very little dissent. Even It's funny to watch even the sort of like people come out and say, oh, I was totally against that. And they go, really, Joe Biden? Because there you were, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden, just showing that we need to go smoke uh, little brown people on the other side of the world because these two towers got knocked down. And I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying United States. 9-11 was a very powerful emotional moment and it led to 20 years of war I hope no one learns to abuse that you know what I mean? tap tap Okay. so now we come along to the Ukraine and what marked the Ukraine PSYOP that many people failed this test 
was the 100% emotionalism that came out and it all proved out to be lies. The ghost of Kiev, the grandmother with the sunflower seeds, Snake Island. And they're still doing stuff like this. The fat general. All of these things to tell you the Russians are batty, bad, stupid, stupid. And Cocaine Zelensky, uh, I call him Cocaine Hawkeye. He's a movie star hero and he's really, you know, like all, and the Vogue cover, all of this total BS lies. See, I cleaned that one up, Mom. Hey, that's good. <laughs> A dog can learn a trick, mama. So, anyways, um, interesting. Interesting, and it didn't work. It didn't work because it didn't, because I'm here to tell you, I'm doing my Barack Obama. It didn't work because, now we'll see here, it didn't work because there was no skin in the game. That's part of the problem. 9-11, there was skin, skin in the game. Everybody, I think, can pretty much remember where they were at that Tuesday morning and how they felt vulnerable and exposed and angry as the days went on. You did not feel that way about the Ukraine. And the Ukraine was supposed to be the next quagmire for 10 to 15 years for us to get caught up in. And that quagmire needs to happen because the United States is on the hook for a lot of debt. Okay, so now I'm going to break it down to exactly where this is all really going. And it's on the hook for all that debt because of a certain group of people who have looted this country dry. And they're still looting it. There was actually, I think, just now um, another, what was it, $500 million authorized for the Ukraine. Where does it go? I don't know. Did you know about the passenger jet that was shot down on the way to Nepal? out of the Ukraine, or no, it crashed, crashed on the way out of the Ukraine, and it was loaded with munitions, munitions we just paid $40 billion for, for the Ukrainians, for cocaine Zelensky to go, I must go to the front, my dear, while you do the, and then there's this picture of her surrounded by security models, you know, and she's, she's like looking that he's going to the front, I mean, it's opera, it's so funny, believe me, I've done a lot of opera, it's staged theater yet the money we keep being told we're bigots and and all this kind of stuff if we don't allow the money to keep funneling through but then suddenly there's an airplane that goes down on the way to nepal and it's loaded with our money in the form of weapons what were were they doing what were they doing was what did putin suddenly decide to attack from nepal (laughs) let's pull out our map i don't think he did So it's all bullshit. So I want to jump back and tell you why China and the U.S. might not be going to war by going to war. I know. That makes no sense. But when you read my posts, remember, I'm a science fiction writer and I look at things in ways people don't see them. And if you've been paying attention to this podcast a lot, not to toot my own horn, beep, beep. But lately, I've been getting a lot of things right. And so it's worth considering to, instead of coming in and saying, uh, you got the sec defs coffee, coffee, and uh, you were at the tip tip of the spear of, uh, you know, SEAL Team 24, and they called you the hero, and you read all the briefings right, and, you know, you, you know stuff, and you read books, and I get all that. But I'm telling you, right now is not a time where you say, I'm absolutely certain. Because there are a huge amount of psyops going on. There are a huge amount of mind games. 
So just to point out Russia and China and the United States, and I'll keep this brief, and then I think the Medusa has a few follow-up questions. Okay, let's jump back to those halcyon days when bat soup made us all sick. Right? All right. Right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> it was amazing how within weeks everybody was for it. Everybody was behind it. And then the race to get a vaccine. No one questioned that. There's a few nations that questioned that. It's amazing the amount of presidents that died questioning that. Africa's one of those places. Haiti's another. The Africans weren't down with vaccines. If I you wonder don't, why. I wonder why. <laughs> if you don't know why, look at the Gates Foundation and the amount of damage they did to people in Africa. Uh, there's, a, there's a documentary about it. Eh, documentaries can convince you of anything. But it's serious and legit stuff. Ask the Indians in India about the Gates vaccination that, that damaged and killed a bunch of little girls for HPV. So there were a lot of nations that weren't immediately down with the vaccine, but there were a lot of players, basically the entire global community, that seemed to be following verbatim, down to the tweets, the script from a... a what was that conference called that was months prior? Was It oh, was in like, October? Um, event... Event 201. Yeah. I mean, across the world, all the leaders were following a script of a bioweapon pandemic release. And it's uncanny how close it was. And they all followed Russia, China, the United States. All people who are kind of our enemies right now. And we're supposed to have feels... We're supposed to be mad at those bad Chinese wrecking our economy. We're supposed to be mad at Pooty Poot, you know, for all his... You know he's isolated? You know he's on the ropes? You know he's surrounded? You know you he's know, the sole reason why our gas is expensive. You know he's the sole reason why our gas is... Yeah, exactly. Um, do you know the, the his generals are going to kill him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of this... Pucky. But I was told that quite a while ago. I was told. I, I can't figure out why they haven't killed him yet because I heard that like a couple months ago. Look at the long table he has to sit at, <laughs> cries man, woman, Brian Stetler. Oh my gosh. There's Brian Stetler. Um, I'm just saying now is not the time to be absolutely certain. And here's here's the bone I'll throw you if I'm being hard on you. Because I read all your comments and I like them all. It's fun to discuss. I'm just saying consider consider the absolute certainty right now is not your best survival tool. You might want to question everything. That's a big thing I'd say, question everything. But all of these people were in on it, 100%. And the way that I've likened it in, in this podcast is likening it to a bunch of mob bosses pulling the, the Newark terminal heist, you know, like in, uh, in uh, Goodfellas, and uh, getting away with it. I mean, and they did with COVID. They they 100% got away with it. I mean, if you think you're getting any justice out of that or you're going to know, or I, I highly doubt it. It was a really great plan. They totally got away with it. So, okay, so you got that there. Um, so they did it again. But, it, okay, why would they all be working together and then suddenly, within the span of a few weeks, become enemies over the Ukraine, become enemies over China? We have propped up the WHO. We have, get, as soon as Donald Trump was kicked out, or forced out, or cheated out, we went right back into the who, we paid back the money, all of that stuff. We kowtow to China. Our elites worship China. And suddenly now, we're going to war with China? Well, yeah, I think we are. I think we are going to have something 
And I think it's going to be something devastating. Because you need to feel this time in the ways that you didn't feel about the Ukraine. You need to be angry that that carrier is burning and going down into the ocean and all the little pregnant wives sitting at home because their seamen went down as heroes, American heroes. And I believe me, if it happens, I doubt I'll make my saving throw from being angry about it. I doubt that seriously. I doubt you will too. But I don't think we're any more in the land of good guys versus bad guys. I don't think we're playing a game of nations anymore. I think the mafia is running cons on us. And I think that China is the next con. And I think you're about to see something that will get you very emotional. And you're supposed to really feel angry about that. We're entering a period where the warfare is changing. And it's not as easy as these tanks are lined up over there and these guys are going to cavalry charge and for king and country. It's just it's just not that way anymore. And I, I think if you look hard enough at the Ukraine, this is what you're going to see. You're going to see that they decided to stage a war. And it's a real war. Real people died. But the way that they look at it is, well, that's okay. Those were little people. Real, no real important people died. Zelensky didn't die. Sean Penn didn't die. Um, little people died. That's how the globalists look at all of us. They look at us as the mouths, the feeders, you know, all of these kinds of things. We we don't matter. If we die, if a couple of old junky carriers get blown up, great. We can we can we can give Paul Pelosi and his brother, probably someone like them, money to build a new carrier. And this one will cost 80 billion billion dollars. And, oh, that's weird. Uh, the senator uh, he's married to, their wealth went up by $100 million. And he got that carrier contract his brother did. So, it's the same thing that happened in Russia. You know? A lot of equipment got chewed up. A lot of stuff got destroyed. And everybody's like, look, we're winning. The Avengers, I mean the Ukrainians, they're so great. You just give them AT weapons and they jump around. And this Soviet supermodel. and Just all this pucky. And that's fine. I mean, those things are legit. And the videos were very emotional. And, and, it, and it's fun to war porn and look at it all and pretend that you're a tactical general who understands how all of it's going down. All of that stuff is really cool. I, I, I 100% get it. But what if all of that stuff is just an illusion and a show? And it's not, it's not realistic. It's not, it's not a real thing. You know, it's just, it's just a game to convince you that legitimate work is doing. You know, like how Caltrans or, you know, whatever your road crews are, how they rebuild that stretch of freeway for three to four years, you know, constantly tearing it down and repaving it and stuff like that. I knew that was all bullshit when we had the uh, 93 California earthquake and the city offered them a bonus if they got it finished the 10 freeway in, in under 10 months. And they, boy, did they. And that 10 freeway is great and it's big. When they need to get it done, they'll get it done. When they need to do make work, they'll make work. What I saw out of the Ukraine is a lot of money disappeared into the Ukraine and not a lot got done. A lot of bad equipment got chewed up. Great. The oligarchs will you know, finance more equipment and skim off the Russian dollar. The only people getting hurt in all of this are the Russians and the Ukrainians. And the only people who are about to get hurt in all of this 
are the Americans and the Chinese. But those are the little people. That's not Gavin Newsom. That's not Nancy Pelosi. That's not Hunter Biden. Isn't it weird how the little people in the Ukraine and Russia, the little conscripts, the little freedom fighters, the Chinese who are basically slaves, are people who have just spent 20 years in the GWAT, Gold Star families. It's amazing how all those people will suffer. But Joe Biden's net worth has significantly increased. Um, Hunter Biden sells paintings for $500,000. Nancy Pelosi makes stock trades for $31, $41 million. All of them. This is not, these are, these are just names I'm naming. It's all of them. They're all doing it. Even the people that you think are representing you. And that's because it's all a big con. I'm, I'm almost convinced. I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope that, the, the, you know, the United States is, is taking a strong position against China because China has made it clear that they want to be number one and they've threatened us repeatedly and all those kinds of stuff. But Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden being tough on China, they've made a lot of money off China. Why would I ever for one moment think that they're about to get tough with China? No, as some will tell you who are following the money, and following the money is really the way to know the truth here. To follow the money is to know what's really going on. Well, a lot of people would tell you the money is moving east. It's moving out of the United States. It's why the dollar is being sunk um, as, the, as the gold standard, not gold standard, but the, uh, what's that uh, term? Um, well, Prime form of income around the world. Yeah, I know what you mean, like, yeah. The reserve currency? Reserve currency, that's it. Um, and all the money is, is moving to Asia. Why? Well, I've talked about it. Because Asia, for the globalist elites, is really like one giant slave plant. One giant slave plantation. They don't have to deal with you and your guns. You can have your guns here in this miserable wasteland that they're planning on doing to us. Um, they want you to have the guns. They want you to fight and kill each other. And in their big scheme of things, in 200 years, they'll come back and we'll be little more than American Indians, warring savage tribes, and they'll have super weapons by then. And they'll be able to biosoft kill us because we gave them all our DNA. And they'll begin to rebuild America, you know, but they'll call it something new, you know, Google Stan. <laughs> um, but right now, uh, China is the strong horse in the way that the globalists see things. And they've had this play acting between Soros and between Z and between Schwab. And now Pelosi and Biden are all play acting. But I take you back to the COVID and the vaccine. They were all in on it together. China has a vaccine. Russia has a vaccine. The United States has a vaccine. You go to other little countries, little people, they question that. The judge in Paraguay, Uruguay questions it says no 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 you're gonna you're gonna bring in all your stuff and i want to see all the documentation but they didn't do that in the united states they were fine with oh 75 years and you can find oh my gosh forty-eight thousand people were injured in the trial and that's not like any vaccine ever seen before but but let's continue to tell people like biden literally has covid again and four vaccine shots and they're telling you oh go get it go get paxlovid go get more shots to make you sick but wait, let us consider all-cause mortality is up. Let us consider natality is down. Is there any causation? Is there any relation between... No. 
No, and we're going to war with China. It's going to be a big war. It's You're all going to feel emotional for this, and we're going to need more money. We're going to need... Oh, you guys won't be making any money on this, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Patriotism. Patriotism. And meanwhile, they just get richer and richer. Where did, where did all the money for the Ukraine go? Well, a plane went down, and a lot of money was on that plane in the form of assets to be converted to cash for the rest of the world. Before you jump on and say that China can't take Taiwan, before you jump on and say the United States can't lose against China, have you considered that the people running this country are the sole cause of its destruction and downfall? None of these things need to be happening. They are manufactured. Under Trump, I'm an NPC. Yeah, sure, I get it. We were energy independent. That's an indisputable fact. Now our energy grid is collapsing. You're experiencing rolling blackouts. You're paying at the pump. They literally are hurting the food supply chain. They literally are doing things to prevent you from it. They are actually causing a famine. Could it be that this war that you think that we're going to win against China, once they give you some pictures of an American carrier sinking, could it be that they will actually try to sabotage us just like they sabotaged the energy grid, just like they sabotaged your 401k so they could sell you some pills and destroy middle America and destroy your job and make your kids wear masks and poison you so that you can't have children now? Could it be that the people in charge are going to make it so that we do lose because there's a lot of patriotism in losing, but more importantly for them, win or lose, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of money. And that, can you tell me that Nancy Pelosi thinks, do you think she cares about you? No. No. But she does care about making a buck. You can actually prove that with facts and numbers. But here we are. Here we are all just saying, oh, America great. America gonna win. We gonna take them out? I agree with you 100% all of those things. Under normal conditions, you are not being led by capable leaders. You are being led by backstabbing assassins. So now, take everything that you said so certainly and just give me one tick, one adjustment to your belief system, to the things that you advocate about carriers and air defense and submarine warfare and all these things, and I agree with all of them. Shouldn't win, not, not by a long shot. But I was told that the Ukrainians were going to win if we just best NATO trained army in Europe for years. Many people who listen to this podcast involved in that. What happened? There was more money in losing. You could keep pumping more stimulus into it. So look at everything that you've said about how certain you are about how the future is going to go. And then ask yourself, is it different if the people in charge want me to lose because they are no longer Americans? They're globalists, and they think differently. My mother, who is a frequent ghost on this podcast, has a very interesting saying, and you should think about it. When people tell you who they are, believe them. And that's the podcast.